0: Hi, this is Mark Graven. Welcome to episode 221 of Lean Blog Audio. It's August 16th, 2017. This post is titled, My Webinar Today, Standardize What Makes Sense. Then, Engage Everybody in Improving What You Standardized. Today, I'm doing a webinar at the invitation of the BC Patient Safety and Quality Council, British Columbia, uh, up in Canada, of course, as part of what they call their Quality Cafe series. So I thank them for the invitation. The webinar uh, was open to the public. By the time you hear this podcast, all have already done the webinar, but I am going to post a recording, a link to the recording, if you go to the blog page for this episode, leanblog.org slash audio 221. Um, you don't need to register for the webinar. It should be easy to access. I've also posted a link to their Vimeo channel where you can find past webinars. Uh, one of interest to me was presented by my friend, Dr. Mark Jabin, on the science of resistance, not Graben, Jabin, with a J. And uh, we we always joke uh, about uh, the confusion, similarity in our names. But again, this webinar on the science behind resistance is definitely worth checking out. So the description of the webinar read like this standardization is sometimes seen from two extremes a limitation of clinical autonomy that prevents people from using their best judgment to care for patients or a technique that helps to ensure the application of best evidence effective teamwork and communication and consistency in this webinar i explore the meaning of work standards and standardized work as explained by toyota and the lean methodology and i'll share examples from healthcare that help One, strike the balance between too little standardization and too much standardization. Understand the balance between too much rigidity and too much flexibility in a process. Learn how standardization is meant to be temporary until things are improved and re-standardized. And understand the role that frontline staff should play in defining standardization and ideas for improvement. So I've shared a number of links uh, in references to things, uh, a reference in the webinar at markgraben.com slash qualitycafe. Um, also, I have the, sh- the slides and I'll share a link to the video there. But the webinar's key points, uh, as I built out on the slide, are, for one, neither of these are meant to be forced on people. Standardized work or Kaizen and continuous improvement. Therefore, it's up to leaders to engage and involve people. There are key questions about standardized work that include what should we standardize, for what purpose, to what degree will we standardize it, with what flexibility will be built into that standardization and by whom, who should standardize it. Now, there are a lot of understandable fears in healthcare about so-called cookbook medicine. Long before Lean came into the conversation, physicians have felt like outsiders are telling them how to practice medicine or what the standard work should be, the standardized work should be. Or the protocols and requirements are too inflexible, say the doctors. So in the webinar, I try drawing on Toyota sources to compare what lean should be versus what might be lean as misguidedly explained. So for one, I cite the book, The Toyota Way, that says, standardized work was never intended by Toyota to be a management tool to be imposed coercively on the workforce. On the contrary, rather than enforcing rigid standards that can make jobs routine and degrading, standardized work is the basis for empowering workers and innovation in the workplace. Taiichi Ono, in his book, Toyota Production System, Beyond Large-Scale Production, wrote, standards should not be forced down from above, but rather set by production workers themselves. Now, modern-day Toyota books talk about team members and managers working together to not just define standardized work, but to improve it through the practice of Kaizen. Workers developing standardized work doesn't mean everybody gets to do whatever they want. I mean, we need to standardize the things that matter to the right degree, right level of detail, and with the right level of flexibility. And we have to keep improving our standard over time. In the webinar, I mentioned how Toyota learned about this from Henry Ford, who wrote... Today's standardization is the necessary foundation on which tomorrow's improvement will be based. If you think of standardization as the best you know today, but which is to be improved tomorrow, you get somewhere. But if you think of standards as confining, then progress stops. So again, I understand concerns about cookbook medicine. What's often meant by that term is overly rigid and inflexible, if not inappropriate care. Lean, being a customer-focused methodology, wouldn't want doctors or anybody to be overly constrained by standardized work. Now, I love to cook. And as you learn about cooking, and I've been fortunate to take a few classes, instructors emphasize the need to taste as you cook. You don't just follow a recipe blindly. You don't just taste it and inspect it at the end. There might be variation in the potency of herbs or other ingredients, and that might lead you to say something like, each stock of rosemary is unique. But I love the quote on a page I linked to on the topic of tasting as you cook. It said, cooking without tasting would be like painting a picture without looking at it. And I've found this to be very true in making pizza at home, as I enjoy doing. I mean, yes, I have a recipe for dough. But based on variation in the flour, humidity levels in the air, and other factors, I might choose to add more or less water to the dough as I'm making it. It's a bit of a plan, do, study, adjust process, not just blindly following the recipe. I want the results to be consistent, which sometimes means slight variation in the way I do my work. And it even says to do this in the cookbook with the recipe for the dough. It says, Any recipe can only give an approximation of the water content, depending on which brand of flour you use. You will have to adjust when you make it based on the feel of the dough. It shouldn't be sticky, but it should be very supple and also tacky to the touch. So yes, there's some amount of knack that you develop over time. Just reading a cookbook recipe didn't make me an expert the first time I tried making pizza, but I think I've gotten pretty good over time through practice. So uh, today I've decided um, to share with the webinar attendees and and with you if you go um, to the page markgraven.com slash qualitycafe. Um, Summary and uh, discussion points from Chapter 5 of Lean Hospitals um, are something I included in the blog post. The bullet points uh, from the book, the, the summary Lean Lessons are as follows. The foundations of lean are standardized work, hijunka, which means level loading, and kaizen. Practices that are more consistent lead to quality that is more consistent. Standardized work should reflect an emphasis on quality and safety, not speed. Standardized work is written by those who do the work. Do not standardize for the sake of standardizing. Standardized work frees people to be creative problem solvers rather than turning them into robots. Explaining why shows respect for people. Standardized work is not just a one-time documentation exercise. Managers must directly observe and audit to see if standardized work is being followed. And I would add, uh, if it seems like standardized work is not being followed, ask why. Standardized work is not permanent. It must be improved over time. So then the chapter also has uh, some points for group discussion. Uh, You can feel free. I hope you would respond to any of these questions as a comment on the blog post. Again, you can find that by going to leanblog.org audio221. So those questions are, how is patient safety impacted by standardizing our work? How do irregular or unexpected circumstances fit into standardized work? Why is it important that the people who do the work author standardized work documentation? How does standardized work apply to physicians and surgeons? How can we gain acceptance of standardized work? In your workplace, what might be some examples of critical tasks, important tasks, and non-important tasks? What methods do you currently have in place to verify if work methods are being followed? And what would be an example of overly specified work in your area? What problems does this cause? So finally, in the webinar, I'm going to also talk about connections between standardized work and Kaizen, or continuous improvement, as I adapted from a Toyota guidebook that I was given a long time ago. And there's a visual here with two quotes. One says, Kaizen is the lifeblood of standard work. And the second quote is, standard work is the basis for Kaizen. They go hand in hand. So I hope you will check out the recording of the webinar if you find this interesting. Again, you can go to leanblog.org audio 221, or you can go to markgraven.com qualitycafe.